Hello, and welcome to My Business is Your Business. My name is Louis Foyer, and I'm delighted you took the opportunity to listen to My Business is Your Business and this particular episode. It's about an upfront return policy that avoids complaints. You see, we've got a lot of different episodes in the last few years that we've been doing My Business is Your Business, but we've not talked about returns. It sounds like something no one really wants to deal with. We teach sales and marketing and how to generate business. We've had programs on handling complaints, but probably need to spend more time on avoiding the complaints in the first place. And many times it happens because a customer buys a product. When they get it home, something's wrong. And they're they're in search of that little, little sheet of paper that explains the return process, only to find out they can't find it. They don't know anything about it. And, and most of us have really not even thought out our real return policy. And something that we probably need to share with everybody who buys a product. So I want to spend a little time during this episode helping you clarify and understand the things that really make a lot of customers very unhappy and could be avoided at the very onset of the purchase. You know, you may want to drop this return policy right in the bag before they leave or make sure they understand it and make it clear on your website. What happens if the purchase doesn't go exactly like we counted on? So let me go through those points with you. Hopefully you'll use some of those with your next purchase and you'll make a decision to share this particular podcast with your colleagues. See what they think about the idea and then spend some time creating your own return policy. You see, people listening today have, they come from all different walks of business, different types of products. I hope one of these will make a difference in the work you're doing. Let's begin number one. When returning a product, make sure they understand whether it needs to be returned in exactly the same box that they brought it, if they need to bring it back sealed or unsealed, and does that make a difference? Number two. Will you actually replace the product if they're not happy with it? Are you going to give them a totally new product? Are you going to give them back another product that's similar to the one they have now? Those are the decisions you need to make as a business. Number three, let's talk about restocking fees. If I need to take the product back and I need to put it back on the shelf, make a new sign, uh, maybe add it back to my inventory. Will there be a stocking fee that the customer needs to pay for? Will there be a $25 stocking fee or $10 or even a $50 fee based on the product and the work it's going to take to put it back in inventory? So consider restocking fees. Number four, if I'm going to give you a refund, uh, will I give it to you immediately on site? Will I eventually credit it to your account? And what's the length of time for that refund? If you bring it back in a week or two weeks, will that be okay? If you decide within three or four months to bring it back, will I still need to give you a refund? That's a decision you need to make. Again, number five, what about the damage to the product? If it looks like it's been used and damaged, will you still be giving a refund? 
take a good look at some of the products you take back. Sometimes you realize this has been used over and over again. Maybe the product's been washed and cleaned. And you know what? You damaged it. And as a business, you may not feel responsible for returning a product in that condition. Number six, consider if this is going to be a store credit return or you're going to give the, the customer back cash. They brought back a $50 product and it doesn't work and it's not what they expected. Will you be giving them a store credit to use? Also let them know how long that store credit's going to last. If they need to use it within the next 30 days or 60 days or 90 days, make sure that's clear. Number seven, if I'm going to have to ship you back something you bought online, will the customer have to be responsible for any shipping fees? Make sure you make that clear when they originally buy the product that if they return it, there will be a shipping fee because they, uh, not because it's broken, because they decided they didn't like the color, it didn't fit. It may not be something they want to hear up front, but I think they need to be warned there will be a cost to return the product unless it's deficient, it is broken, and it is not exactly in the exact 100% condition they should receive it in. Number eight, uh, all time limits. Time limits for returning it to the store. Time limits for returning a broken product. Maybe it's after a while, you just will not take it back. Number nine, if you're going to ask them to send the product back, please make sure you have clearly identified the address all products that are being returned need to go to. It may not need to go directly back to your store or to your home-based business, but to a different fulfillment center that's going to take the product back. Make sure you've listed the address real clearly on your website. This is the place where all return products need to go. Make sure you've got the suite number or unit number, the exact address. Make sure the zip code is clear. And making sure that people understand this may not be the exact same address that you use for your location when you sell products, but it is the location where you receive products that have been damaged or broken or simply return. And finally, let's talk about the need for a receipt to get a refund. You know, many people say that if you don't bring me back the receipt, you're not getting a refund. Well, make it clear, no refund, no refund and no receipt. Or maybe I should start the other way, no receipt, no refund. You see, you never know if they bought it in another store especially if you do not have a barcode or a, a SKU number where you can actually tell it came from you. You don't want to be giving them back money on a product that's similar to the one you sell that they bought somewhere else. Now, I recommend for all of you, take a moment and listen to this program again, and maybe again. You see, some of the biggest arguments you have with customers begins when they return the product. It's the color doesn't match what they thought, or it's just not working, or it's apparently they've taken advantage of you. They bought a set of dishes. They've used them for that very fancy dinner and now have decided to return them. You may want to make a decision about what products are totally 
not returnable. You see, you need to ward off any arguments possible because they're related to a return. It may seem like it's just a relationship between you and the customer, but it really doesn't work that way. When the customer leaves your store, hangs up the phone, they will tell this story to somebody else. You know, I, I tried to return the lighting fixture I bought from ABC Lighting, or, or I bought a C-Lib chair and it just doesn't work anymore. Or the batteries are not broken in the lighting that I bought for the back room. And you will be called just of the terrible, terrible, one of the worst companies they've ever did business with. And it's all because of your return policy. Now, keep in mind, every return policy for every business is very individualized. Sit down with your management team. Sit down with some of your employees and say, let's come up with the 10 points of our return policy. The date and time, the length, the stocking fees, whether it's damaged or not shipping fees. And if you're going to ship it back to them, will they pay for it? There's so much to consider and so much to discuss. But I'll tell you, I know you don't want to get a return back. But once you set the standard for a quality return and an easy to do process, it's going to change your brand and change your image. People want to deal with companies that allow them to return a product with ease. You know, so many of the biggest companies you've seen in the marketplace have very easy to return policies. Probably one of the reasons why a company like Amazon has garnered so much business. They've even made arrangements with certain places who accept their returns. And it's easy to do. You can almost print out your own label, something you may want to consider yourself. But you have to realize just because you sold the product, that does not mean a certain percentage of products are not coming back. We didn't want them to come back, but they do. And they will. And you need to be ready for it. And I hope this program opens your eyes to the many, many issues you need to consider as you build a return policy, an unforgettable return policy that's talked about by your customers and that avoids all complaints when that return possibly happens. And keep in mind, my business is your business, and it is about your business. And the more than 35 episodes are all free, all short, I hope interesting and can make a difference in your business. If I can help you in any way, please feel free to contact me directly at lewis at dynamicseminars.com. I'd be happy to help you. I'll be happy to help you with your business and to do all I can to help you build your revenues. Have a great day, and thank you so much for visiting with me.